From London, we present The Day of the Triffids, John Wyndham's famous science fiction story dramatized by Giles Cooper. The Day of the Triffids, Episode 5, World Narrowing. The day after the others decided to go to Tynesham, I set out for Sussex to look for Josella. That morning the weather broke and it was pouring with rain when I said goodbye to Coker and climbed into the lorry. The towns were drenched and deserted. The only life I saw, besides the occasional triffid, were two blind ponies in the new forest. After Rumsey, the sun came out, but it did nothing to cheer me up. The utter loneliness was beginning to get on my nerves. I even thought of turning round and going back to the others. But as I passed through a village north of Southampton, a little girl suddenly bounded out of one of the garden gates and came running up the road towards me, waving her arms. Hello. Who are you? I I'm Susan. Will you come and help me, please? Of course. Hello. Hello. Are you alone? Well, there's Tommy, but something's happened to him. Yeah. One of those things hit him. He's lying in the garden. Look. And the thing's still there. Yes. Put your fingers in your ears. Yes. I'm going to shoot the top off it. Is it dead now? Yes. Horrible thing. Was Tommy your little brother? Yes. He's only six. He went out to play. I'm afraid he's dead. Poor Tommy. Your mother and father anywhere? They've gone. There was one morning and they couldn't see. And Dad went out for help. Then Mummy went to find him mm -hmm. and didn't come back. Oh, no, now, Susan, it's all right. Come on, love. You've been so brave. I, I've it. been lonely. I thought nobody was coming. I was frightened. I know. I've been frightened too and lonely. Now I'm not. Neither are you, eh? I'm going to look after you. You can come with me. Would you like that? Oh, yes. Yes, please. Good. <laughs> Better? Tommy first, like the puppies? Yes, of course. I'll go and pick some flowers. Where are we going? Well, we're going to find a farm near Pulborough. What for? I'm looking for a lady. What sort of lady? Is she pretty? Oh, yes. Good. Here are the flowers. Good. Oh, dear. Look, you don't want to worry too much about these things. I wasn't. I said, oh, dear, because it's going to rain again. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, we better hurry up then. Yes. Come on. This is Pulborough. Where are the downs? Over there. My 
miles away. Yes, I'd forgotten they were so far. What should we do? Well, the farmhouse she talked about was on the north side of the down, so we should see it from here. Maybe smoke or something. It's hard to see anything much in this rain. I know, and it's getting dark. Then we won't see anything at all. A light, that's what we need. Mm. Yes. I'll put your Mac on. Mm -hmm. We'll see if we can bring up a really good spot. Yeah. That's it. Keep watching on the left and I'll swivel it over to the right. Yes. How's that, Susan? It's like a searchlight. Yeah. Now off. Yes. See if we get an answer. Just one single gleam of light. That'll tell me all I want to know. Now again. Yes. The left. Cross to the right. Back again. And right. There. What? Switch it off. Switch it off. I saw something. Where? Yes, you're right, Susan. You're right. Come on, back inside the tent. Yes. Up you go. Good girl. Is it her? It's got to be. I can't see a thing. There, signpost. Yeah. And the light's right ahead. There's someone standing by it. Is it her? Yes, it is. Gisela. <laughs> oh. Hello, Bill. You've been a long time. Oh, Gisela, darling. Oh, no. I, I never gave up hope. <laughs> you are getting wet, you silly. Why don't you kiss her indoors? <laughs> the farm at Pulborough belonged to a young couple, Dennis and Mary Brent, who were old friends of Gisela's. Mary's sister, Joyce, had been staying with them when it happened. All three were blind, and Gisela, their only lifeline, that night we sat together in the farm kitchen over supper and Gisela told me her story. Her group had all died too. She'd looked for me in Hampstead and then at the university. I didn't stay long when I saw that man Coker prowling about. Well, Coker's I all came right. straight down here. He wouldn't have harmed you. I didn't know that then. Thank goodness you didn't. If you hadn't come quickly, it would have been the end of us. Yes, yes we were all blind. Mary was having her baby, and the house was surrounded by triffids. How is the baby? Fine. Boy or girl? A girl. And it isn't blind. So we've got four pairs of eyes, two grown-ups, one baby and me. And three blind encumbrances. Oh, Dennis. Oh. No, Dennis. You're not encumbrances. You can't afford to be. All right, but what happens next? Exactly. Well, next, I shall go to bed. Tomorrow we'll sort out what needs doing. Still raining. We needed it. What for? The vegetables. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is a comfortable bed. Dennis and Mary were quite well off. They aren't now. 
Better off than some. Oh, yes. Is it terrible everywhere? Everywhere, except here. Oh, Bill. Thank God you found me. I was terrified you wouldn't be here. And I was afraid you had caught the plague and died. But you didn't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you haven't. It's funny to think we're just at the beginning of our troubles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's a charming thing for a girl to be told on her wedding night. <laughs> past milking time. Huh? You've been doing all the milking? So far. I'm trying to teach Joyce, but it's tricky. Hello? It's only me. Isn't it a lovely day? Can I go out? Yes, I suppose oh, so. No, no, wait. Let's see how many triffids there are sitting around. They tend to move nearer during the night. Yes. Look, there's one by the gate. Two by the cowshed. Beastly things. How'd you like to do something about them, Susan? I'd love to. Now, darling, she's too young to handle a shotgun. What you needn't. We've got all that anti-triffid gear. Mm -hmm. Masks, gauntlets and guns. Mm -hmm. Come on, Susan. The triffid season has opened. <laughs> How's that, Joe? Fine, except one's right on the edge. Oh. Not anymore. Hell, I can't even do that for Oh, not Joe. One step up and you're in the house. All right, you can let go now. I know my way around in here. Hello, darling. Oh. How's it going, Bill? All right, I suppose. I sliced the tops of 40 triffids today. Dead eye, Susie. <laughs> there won't be many left soon. Oh, they'll last for a bit, Mary. Tea ready? Nearly, but we'll have to hurry. There's the cows to get in, the milk, hens to round up, baby to bath. I can do that. Not yet, Susan. Then there's the butter to make. But that's something I can do. And the water to draw and oh, ten other things to do. The tractor's bust. Oh. Are you serious? Well, it doesn't go. Well, they've got two across at Wright's farm, but it may mean getting diesel instead of petrol. Yeah. Pass some bread round, Susan. Yes. Is this the new batch? Mm-hmm. Oh, you've used more soda. Yes. Jolly good. Jolly sight nicer than... What we used to have in the old days. The old days? You mean two months ago, Susan? Oh, it seemed like the old days. Do you know, with the 40 triffids I bagged today, that makes my total 217. Does it? Oh. And still they come. I don't know. What's the matter, Bill? Just thinking. I'll come with you tomorrow if you want tractor fuel. No, no, I'm going on another trip tomorrow. Cool. I'm going over to Tynesham. Why? To fetch back two trucks and their drivers. What for? To get us all out of here. You mean you want us all to go over there? That's right. Oh, but I don't want to go away. I like it here. So do I. Besides, we've been making a pretty good go of it here. We haven't, Joyce. We have. Look, we've been working our guts out to keep the base clear of triffids and producing about a sixteenth of what we eat. We're storing nothing. We've stocked no firewood for winter. We're getting nowhere. Now look at Tynesham. It's a large community. We should do better. Besides, there's another reason. Joe. It's a bit early to announce it. But I'm going to have a baby. Oh, Joe. 
tell when it's turned to butter without being able to see? I can feel it change. You're all getting awfully good at things. We learn. The sun's set, hasn't it? Really? When will Uncle Bill be back? Susan, for the 15th time, we don't know. I only wonder. And do try not to ask to sell it. Worries her. It's all right, Joyce. Uh, I'm here. I was bringing in the eggs. Sorry, there's some things I'm not good at yet. Well, of course, he may decide to stay the night. I dare say he will. After all, it, it's a long way, and he won't want to travel in the dark. Hey, listen. What is it? It's a car. It's him! Oh. Look! Hooray! <laughs> I don't see the lorries. Uh, go and open the gates, Susan. Right Bill, darling. That's good you made it before dark. Yeah. Hello, Dennis. Hi, Bill. Good trip? Well, I got along pretty fast. What's wrong? We went again to Tynesham after all. Hmm? It's finished. Finished? They caught the plague by the look of it. Oh, no. Some must have got away because they took the trucks. Anyhow, there was nothing alive in sight except a few triffids. And what do we do? We stay here. We learn to support ourselves and go on supporting ourselves. <laughs> For the rest of time, if necessary. Yeah. What are you writing, darling? My diary. Oh, are you going to be the Anglo-Saxon chronicler of our age? <laughs> Not likely. <laughs> but we've got to keep a record of what we do and how we do it. Otherwise, we won't learn from our mistakes. And my goodness, we're going to make some. Oh. Depressed? Oh, not really, but I've been trying to read up a bit about farming and animal management. The trouble is none of the writers seem to think anyone can be as ignorant as I am. They all start halfway through. I know. <laughs> it's the same with cooking and gardening. Still, I suppose we'll learn. How much ground are you going to fence off? Well, about a hundred acres with an inner fence to keep us out of stinging range of the triffids. Oh, that's going to take you a bit of time. Yes, time is what we have a great deal of. All the time in the world. September the 24th. We've now completed the fences and all triffids are now outside where they can stay. This means that Susan can now spend more time on farm work rather than in destroying triffids. We've harvested 20 sacks of corn which we've winnowed in a rather primitive manner. I must now find out how to grind flour, perhaps a windmill. I saw a covey of partridges today flying over the stubble but had no gun. The 12th of December. I am writing this because Bill was injured while trying to catch a horse. He's not badly hurt, but it will be several days before he is up and about. It's a nasty reminder of what might happen if one of us became seriously ill. We live on the edge of disaster, but I must say I feel very well, in spite of my ever-increasing size. Food stocks are as follows. The 2nd of March. At 2 o'clock this morning, I delivered Josella's baby. She was wonderfully brave. None of the books were any good at all, but luckily it seemed fairly obvious what was supposed to happen at each stage. We called him David, and he weighs six and a half pounds on the kitchen scales. Dennis and I leave for Brighton in the morning. We need nappies, a flamethrower, and sweets for Susan.
feels like a good road. It is. Do you remember it? Through the Downs, straight into Brighton. And we just passed the turning for Lewis. Today's a Saturday, isn't it, Bill? I think so. Think of the traffic that have been a year ago. <laughs> My goodness, yes. Now not a thing in sight. Hello? Yes, there is. What's wrong? At about 50 yards ahead, there's a roadblock. Somebody's painted keep out in large letters right across it. Oh, they've no right to do that. Are they firing at us? Yes. Well, they weren't trying to hit us or they'd have succeeded. All the same, we'll take that advice. Come on. Where shall we go? London. She said it wasn't safe. Safer than here. Oh, we've got to get Susan's sweets. <laughs> that gramophone was a find. It's going to make all the difference to them. Do you think they're very unhappy? Mary and Joyce are all right. They can keep themselves busy in the house. Dennis chafes a bit. Yeah. He'll be better now. He's learnt quite a bit of Braille already. He's brought back a stack of books. Well, he's not the type to spend his time reading when everyone else is working. Well, that'll be his work. I want him to read all the medieval stuff. I want to know exactly what villages did in the days when they were closed communities. What they used for soap and sugar, mm -hmm. buttons, needles, cough mixture. D are we really going back to that? If we can't, darling, it's going to be a poor lookout. Bill. Well, Bill, it, it all seems so hopeless. It, work and work and struggle and starve. And oh, it's dreadful. No, darling, it's don't dreadful. cry. It'll be all right. Oh, oh I'm Come sorry. Self-pity. <laughs> Must be the gin. <laughs> and the music. After all, we've survived a year and we're better off than we were when we started. Better off by David at any rate. Oh, and thousands of things. There's the mill and the animals and well, the garden's really beginning to get organised. Mm -hmm. Bill. Yeah? We really are lucky. Yes, we are. And as long as we stay together, I don't see how things can help getting better. for breakfast when there's no more tea or coffee? Oh, beer. Jolly good chefs. <laughs> you, my girl, will go on drinking milks. Swiss. <laughs> How will we make the beer? Brew it from barley. Oh, what's the lower field looking like now, Bill? Pretty healthy. Oh. I've been thinking of pushing out the fence to extend it. And by the way, who said there were more triffids about? Me. You are right, Susan. I've never seen so many. What are they doing? Just rooted there, being triffids. <laughs> but more every day. I wonder why. Why? Oh. Do you think there's a special reason? Mm. Of course there is. He brings them. What? Susan, don't point. Well, why should I bring them? Do you think I whistle to them in my sleep? Mm, no, but you make most of the noises around the place, soaring and hammering, and they hear you. Oh, well. nonsense, Susan. They're plants they can't hear. Look, Uncle Bill. Well? Do you see that trippy crossing the field across the valley? 
alley? Yes. Fire your revolver out of the window. What? Just fire it in the air. <laughs> right. Anything to oblige the young. <laughs> now, tell them what you see. Well, that chip, it stopped moving. It's swiveling on its roots. What? It's coming this way. And it'll come on for about ten minutes, then it will stop and listen. If it can hear the others by the fence clattering, it will keep coming on. But if it can't, it will turn off and go wherever it was going. You've been watching them very closely. I always watch them. I hate them. She's right, you know, Bill. Oh, look, they're plants they can't hear. They, they do something so damn like it that only a biologist could tell the difference. Don't you remember how they broke loose and began crowding round the house the moment we all went blind? Yes. yes, they often did that in tropical countries. But not here. Here they were under control and they never even tried to make trouble until things went wrong. But then they took advantage of it at once. Why? I can remember them breaking out of their enclosures before. But not altogether. Bill, what? how do they break out? You, you told me once. Well, they just crowd up against a portion of the fence until, until the pressure breaks it down. Their fence? Or ours? July the 1st, at last we found what we were looking for. An RAOC depot containing flamethrowers and fuel. I brought back four today, and with Josella's help we destroyed about 500 triffids. August the 10th. Busy harvesting. I've learned how to make a horseshoe, which the horse apparently considers wearable. Notes opposite. We set fire to several hundred triffids on the northern wire in an early morning drive. I am doing the diary because W. Mason Esquire and D. Brent Esquire have gone to London to fetch sulfuric acid from a chemical works in Romford and will not be back tonight. We are getting short of fuel for the flamethrowers and are going to try something else. It is October the 17th and my 11th birthday. Mary gave me a rug sheet knitting. Where are we? Top end of Leicester Square. Hmm. Hold tight! What is it? What's happening? I've got to go flat out. You must tell Hold me. Hold on, Nick. What is it? What the devil was it? A sign that we can't come here anymore. Farnham House crashed into the street behind us. It was the vibration of the truck, I suppose. Yes, and it'll happen again if we're not careful. This is our last visit to Piccadilly. What does it look like now? Better. Oh. As though it belonged to another race. Nothing to do with us. There's a sycamore growing out of a shop window. All the pavements are covered with green moss. Oh. You can't see the fountain for Willow Herb and Rocket. Oh, Let's leave it to the historians, Dennis, and go home.
Milking time already. Hello, darling. What time did you get back? About midnight. Did you get the stuff? Mm -hmm, most of it. No. It's only me. I'm going down to start milking. Ooh, how does she do it? I'll be with you in a moment. <laughs> do you know that before I married a farmer, I never got up before nine o'clock? I used to stay in bed all morning before I married a farmer's wife. Susan! What's the matter? Susan! Susan, what is it? What's the matter? Darling, of course you can see. Bill. You're all right. Bill, why is it dark downstairs? Are the curtains drawn? Yes, Mary, I drew them back before we went to bed. Bill, what is it? I'm going to look. How can it be dark on one floor and light on another? Be careful, darling. Bill? You can come down, Joe. Stay here, everyone. I'm coming too. Oh, all right, come on. Look at the windows. Leaves. Dreaded leaves. Right up against them. They've broken through the fence during the night. They're all around the house. They must want us very badly. That was the fifth episode of Giles Cooper's dramatization of The Day of the Triffids by John Wyndham. Listen to the next episode of John Powell's production of The Day of the Triffids, Strategic Withdrawal. <laughs> <laughs>